Discover how you can live a glorious and supernatural life through the teachings of Servant Emmanuel Chum Entry. Servant Emmanuel Chum Entry is the head pastor of Royal Palace Chapel Assemblies of God, an anointed, energetic, and practical teacher of the Word. This servant of God will inspire you with the practical teachings of the Word of God that will inspire, refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body, soul, and spirit. Now to today's message. and visions that was it last year that we started our TV broadcast or last two years last year there are there were things that we never had strategic planning on the table perhaps our hearts were fully knitted please ask Jonathan and ask Jonathan to come inside except the workers very important. So, the things that we started working and planning, by the grace of God, each one of them came into came into pass. We had a, a vision for 1,500 souls. On paper, on records, God gloriously gave them to and They are not the ones we want on the street. They are the ones that they pass through the church. Thank God, some have been maintained. Others too, we are still working on them. And no matter be the matter, we still want to give God the glory and honor. Last year too, we changed the number of our church. We increased it. We also created wings. So it is a, a direct sign that at least gradually we are mounting up wings to grow from one level to another level. And to that, we want to lift up our hands and shout, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to teach about dedication for supernatural greater growth. Dedication for supernatural greater growth. Being dedicated for supernatural growth. Or dedication. But I don't want to use dedication. Dedication looks like committing something into the hands of uh, whatever. But I want to do dedicated or dedicating, whichever English you put it. What is Mangrama? Is is it dedicated or dedication or dedication? Dedicating. So, for entry, please. I mentioned your name, so correct us. Let's go. (laughs) You say? We can use any. We can. We can use. (laughs) We can use any. Any use. So dedication for a greater growth. It boils around every aspect of life. Why do we always uh, call for leadership meeting? In every good organization, there's always a workshop to refresh the minds of their workers and also give them the new trend. 
about how things need to be done, how things need to be responded to. So we say we are going for workers, uh, workshop. Or if you are a teacher, they say we are going for uh, teachers, what, do you, what workshop do you go? I know workshop, but there are seminars and other stuff. Special courses. Maybe sometime we are there, we, we, they will say that the syllabus have been upgraded. And it means that some courses have been added. But when they started introducing IT into the system, many teachers they didn't know what we mean by computer. They don't know what we mean by mouse. They don't know what is about window, booting. They thought, they thought that is the leasing of the shoe. So teachers were taken through a series of IT courses just to keep themselves abreast with the, the condition and the new trend that has happened. So in the same vein, when we do the work of God, we must always, and please note this, every three months we are going to have a leadership conference. Every So we have four. I miss the emergencies. There will be so many emergencies, but the rare ones is always going to be what? Uh, quarterly. We meet, we do review about the vision. We see how uh, progressive we are going. We build new strategies to make sure that we keep everything uh, going so that the Lord will help us to grow his church. Amen and amen. So we do that to introduce us into the new levels of how things are done. We have entered into a new year. And as a man of God, what has God spoken to your pastor? What, what, what is the trend? What is the vision we are following? What is the, our goal? Where are we going? A leader must always show the end results and provide a pathway to get to the end results. So that's going to be our our second section. But our first section is dealing with dedication for greater growth. How important is dedication? How important is dedication? How important is dedication? Number one, dedication is important because it brings maturity. We become mature when we get dedicated about something. It also brings a greater outcome. A greater outcome. When, when you are, we are committed to the things we do, it, it results in greater outcome. It means that the results become very great. Number three, it closes holes and spaces. It closes holes and spaces. If we come and everybody is strategically performing their rules very well, all holes of irresponsibility get closed. And when holes and spaces are closed, it means that it avoids weaknesses. Dedications also provide mastery. When you are dedicated, 
provides mastery, you become a master in that area. If it is in the realm of management, we say we have have gotten specialization. If it is management, we say that you have gotten specialization. If it is uh, uh, chemistry, we say that you have worked into the covalent bonding. You have shared each other and you have come together to form a particular cell or nucleus. That is difficult to break apart. If it is economics, we say that when all things are equal. <laughs> if it is mathematics, let's assume that. So it's about assumption. If it is whatever, it's about, it's about you. That is your face. So at any point in time, somebody is dedicated to something. He becomes a master in that field. At any point in time, you want to become a master in an area. You have to be dedicated. Everybody can become an nurse, but people are specialized in certain areas. Everybody can become a medical doctor, but people are specialized in areas. You can become a lawyer. It's not all lawyers that go to court. It's not all lawyers. Some lawyers are specifically for football. Some lawyers who are specifically for uh, uh, hospital health. Others are specialized in business. So they will study about company law. So for him, anything at all, he can use only one word, is to win the case in your face. In your case. So after finishing the general law, others are able to go to the specialist. The specialization don't have more people. It has few. But the general class, everybody is a lawyer. But the specialists are, are those who specifically have decided to go a special area. So when you go to hospital, we have uh, EN, uh, EN, EN, and what? And such people, if you decide to send them anything about eye or or abdominal or pregnancy or whatever, they will they will they will write medications that you don't know where they will throw you to. Unless those when they were starting their normal general practicing, they had in depth knowledge in so many areas before they move into the specialization. Every medical doctor becomes general. Then they move into specialization. So when you bring them the general case, they are able to handle. But they, where, where they get the environment, where money day is the specialization, not the general class. So dedication makes you a mastery. And then when you become a mastery of something, your reward becomes bigger. So that is how Amen. So, what is dedication? What is dedication? I've given you a little three or something why we need we need to be dedicated. I'll come to uh, the why is important for us to be dedicated in the church. What is dedication? It's giving oneself wholly to a specific responsibility 
giving oneself wholly. The word holy is W-H-O-L-L-Y. Giving oneself wholly to a specific responsibility. Number two, consistent identification of responsibility. Consistent identification of responsibility. You can always be identified with a specific responsibility. There are people in the church, you don't, they, they are part of a department, but you, you don't actually know where they belong. But there are others, they are easily to be identified, true or false. That these are, such people are people, we call them dedicated people. Because they can easily be identified by them. How was it like? You say? Okay. So, uh, You can easily identify by, by them. I'm a pastor. You can easily to identify my this thing. But the other level of the definition that I gave is the third definition. Identifying a responsibility with resource. That is a higher dimension. When you identify a person with a particular or specific responsibility. With what? With resource. You can be dedicated to something, but you don't produce any resource. Your dedication is four. It's zero. Please, everybody put your phone on silence. It's either you switch it off or you put it on silence. If I hear any bell, Teresa, either is up, uh, the same. Please, are you streaming? Eh? Okay, nobody's standing behind the camera. That is why I'm asking. So, at any point in time, you are dedicated or commit. I don't want to use commitment. Dedication is higher than being committed. So, I will tell you the elements of dedication. Uh-huh. So, I will go there. So you can be identified with a specific responsibility. With what? With resource. So when you give yourself wholly to a specific responsibility, it is a sign that you are what? You are dedicated. When you also identified by a specific responsibility, you are also dedicated. When you are identified by a specific responsibility with resource, that is the highest form of dedication. Amen. Amen. Now we go to the elements. What are the things within dedication? The content of dedication. The content of dedication. We have come to church. We are working for Jesus. I am dedicated. What must we see? What should be your character? What must be your life? What must be the evidence that proves that you are dedicated? Number one is sacrifice. You can never be dedicated to something without sacrifice. And when we talk about sacrifice, it spans around every dimensions of life. Time, money, energy, resources, knowledge, 
talent, giftings, all in all are pushed into it. So sacrifice is the number one hallmark of anybody who is dedicated. If, we, if you cannot sacrifice, you, you can't have a better dedication line. Number two, selfless. You lose who you are to gain what you, what you are doing. You become a selfless person. To become selfless means that you don't, you don't prioritize your own personal pursuit above your, the responsibility given to you. But rather, your responsibility given to you in the house of God becomes your number one priority. And all other things about you become second. So in the pursuit of life, one of the things that you must do to show you are dedicated is to become a selfless person in order to pursue God's responsibility given unto you. May the Lord help us. Am I, am I, am I communicating? So anytime we need greater growth, number one hallmark is that we must be dedicated. And what is the content, the nature of dedication? It's what? Sacrifice and what? Number three is self-control. Self-control control. When you write a point, and I'm explaining, write something attached to the point. Don't just be a lazy writer. You just write the point, you are self-control, then you are looking into my face. You have to write something because you pick your nose and read them so that you, have, you can have certain explanations. So anytime you come to church and a point is made, at least begin to write something against the point. Don't just write point one, point two, point three. We are, I'm not asking you to list or enumerate List five factors of production. Number one, land. Number two, capital. Number four, human resource. Number five, what again? Number four. How many of you have done management before? Because of question, it won't be done with that. I'm not talking about management living. I'm talking about management and casa casa. It's not it's not the living one. <laughs> Amen and amen. So, we, are, we, 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 we talk about an issue that has to do with uh, a level of uh, uh, you are just losing yourself to gain something. So, self-control is even if you're supposed to be first, bring yourself second and put what you're supposed to do first. A- allowing your priority to become second. And this is how I have to put it. Allowing your priority to become second and the priority of God become first. When you do that, you have gained control. I'm not, I'm not talking about self-control from other emotional whatever. That's not what I'm saying. Yes. Make sure you second your own and first the responsibility of God. When it happens like that, You've gained one of the highest self-control. What you're supposed to eat, you give it to God. Then you see how God will do. You're supposed to go somewhere by saying, no, God first. So anytime, God first, God first. When you do that, you have a very powerful character of self-control. So always God first. Always who first. 
God first. It's by this that you can have greater growth. So at any point in time you want to have a, a serious greater growth, there is a need for you to have a pursuit of God's first agenda. Even though you're supposed to do that, but keep God first. Bring that level of self-control alongside your path. Second your own. First God. It must be a daily consistent something. The Lord will honor you one day to come. And may the Lord help us. Some of us are dedication. I can't hear your voice. I can't hear your voice. I can't hear your voice. The next element of dedication is dutiful. You are duty. You are you are a dutiful conscience, a consciousness. You are conscious about your duty. You don't forget what has been placed under your hands. You don't run away from it. You are fully 100% into the work God has given to you in his house. So the moment a person becomes dutiful, it means that everything that has been prescribed under his hands to operate with, he's always on it without fear. Always on it. Say, when we, we, we say that in this church, let's mention all the department and let's mention people who are fully dedicated in that department. You'll be shocked that church members will give the list correctly and if they don't mention them, you'll be, you'll be... It's not about your presence that is always... It is the act of discharge of responsibility. A choir can always be here. Please remember, remind me that after service, I have to buy fun for the choristers. Remind me. I have to go, have to, go to a shopping mall to get them fun. Remind me. If he doesn't, he forgets because now he's married. His mind is now double-double. So if he, if he forgets, you are, you are the choristers. If you don't remind me, a day you are there. One year... Okay, that's fine. <clears throat> Amen. So be, be dutiful. Be a person full of duty. Always on it. 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 You don't forget. You don't ignore it. Amen and amen. So the element of dedication is to become a dutiful person, a, a responsible person. You become responsible. You become accountable. When you become responsible, you become accountable to what you are dedicated to. The next thing, the last, but the one, but uh, the the last but one is productive. You, when you are dedicated to something, you must have outcome. You must have outcome. You must become productive. You must become, you must have outcome. You must have productive. You must have resource. So this year with serious dedication, lifestyle as a church, the vision God has given to this church this year required a high level of dedication so that we will have the result of greater growth. So there should never be anything that you do without sacrifice. 
You don't do anything without being dutiful. There's nothing you do and you are selfish. You must do something being resource oriented worker in the house of God. Always find out. Sometimes I call church members and I find out. It's my messages that are pre-changing your life. Before I ask you, I caution you first that don't lie to your pastor. It's my message that are pre-changing your life. Is it helping you to stop so many things? Is it shaping you? Are you growing spiritually? I find out Jesus, and sometimes I find some people, what has people been saying about the messages that are preached in Royal Paris? 99% they don't say anything. So everything is incorrect. They don't say anything. Meanwhile, they have the information with them. But well, it's not what you see. Your opinion is not the driving force of the church. I'm just operating in the realm of Jesus. What Jesus said, <laughs> My God. And I do was a queer year to my boy was uh, my friend in the office. I'm so, but so come on. My Jesus is Lord. Amen. So we we must have that kind of mentality of all. Mentality of all. The last point. Product product what? Productivity means resource. You have to have resources. So, anytime God has placed something under your hands, ask yourself daily questions. That is the way you can cross-check whether you are making it or not. Because you wouldn't see God marking the scores for you. It is that by the people you are discharging your responsibility upon them. That can tell you the truth. <coughs> so, a leader should find out from <coughs> his people. Are things working better? And you must not be scared when it comes to the kingdom message, the kingdom issue. Is it working? It's working, but I think that if we check this place, it is fine. If we hold on here, it is, it is going to be okay. It doesn't mean that when you say it, your, you, what you have said has bec- must become the order of the day. We don't lead church by opinions. We lead church by the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. But you must have a listening yes as a leader. If something prompts you up, you look at it second look look into it to find out if something can be done to make the people feel comfortable so that they can lead you. And the reason I stopped, one day I was there and I felt strongly that I should stop the BPPN, Accra and the Cape Coast one until we have attained certain level. Because it, it was draining, the people had the passion. Okay, but physically they were being drained. And when, when you drain people, they don't become spiritually mature. So focusfulness is the next point I want to talk about. So the next point is what? Focusfulness. So these are the elements. And the last one is vision. When you are dedicated, you must have vision. It's a content of your word. I didn't know what the when you are a farmer, 
Who's a battery more? Dedication and commitment in United Bank. Ha, but I never buy a two much. And I buy a home farmer. And I'm a farmer, your commitment. Who two much idea? Now you do. You are not of yourself again. That's why I say I don't want to use the word commitment. I want to use the word or dedication. Dedication means that when you dedicate your firstborn to God, do you own him again? So if you want to know the typical example of dedication, it's someone. The mother and father don't have any claimable ownership on the person again. Now, somewhere is for God. But what the mother did is that because we don't sow materials in the, in the temple, anytime the mother is coming to Shiloh, the Bible says he weave clothes. And when they come, he gives it to her priest. Because he is no more the son of that woman. And continuously, someone lived in that tabernacle until the, until the day he died. So it's, it's a hundred percent surrender. You have surrendered yourself to God and no one else. Please, somebody should call Isa and find out where he is. Somebody should call Seth, find out where they are. Amen. So the content or say somebody's calling. The content of dedication. So when you when we say I've dedicated myself, it means that you have sacrificed yourself. It means that you don't owe yourself. It means that you don't have your own control again. It means that you must be committed, you must you must sow out, you must be dutiful. It means that you must produce resource. It means that you must fix your eye on what you are doing. It means that by fixing your eye, you have a vision. Don't, don't, don't let this one become like we, we are doing banking uh, 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 workshop. This is spiritual workshop. Something that has to do with the souls of people. Something that has to do with. So what is dedication in church? So I started from the management and now we are now having the dedication conference to the church. Dedication to the church. So what is being dedicated to the church? Number one. Is to have so we are using all this to, to define the dedication to church. Number one, number one is what is to have a sacrifice to the things of God. You you have a number one sacrifice to the things of God. Well, let me see what the Spirit of God is telling me right now. To have number one sacrifice to the sins of to the things of God. Number two. Dedication to God, dedication to His word, is to have number one passion of Jesus. You must have number one passion for Jesus. Please, somebody should control the gate for me. Jackson, you came late. Control the gate. You don't allow people to go out just like that. 
So your number one passion must be the passion of what? The passion of what? And what is the passion of Jesus? His souls. Number two, the vision of your church. A highest dedication to the vision of the church. So if your church has 1,000 vision that this year we are going to have 1,000 established members including souls. How are we perfecting it? Then by that you bring your dedication into what your leader has outlined. May the Lord help us so that we can fully have the power of dedication to have greater growth in all aspects of our life. Anything we teach, you didn't say amen. No. Why well, have you forgotten yourself? I said, may we have power to have greater growth in every area of our life. Okay. When this one goes online and is on the podcast, and people are listening to messages and your name come across. You will see how when you are listening to them, you see how bad your name, how you feel. So whatever I teach, it goes around the world. Hello? How many of you have heard your name in one of the preachers before? How did you feel? Some, some was good. Majority was good. Few skirmishes inside. If, if it were you, you would have cut that, that place out. So, so go and see the media people. They can cut that place out for you. So that you can have a formidable whatever. Amen. Amen. If I'm firing you and it's through the microphone, you see that Jesus is Lord. So let, let it's, it's, it's about having number one sacrifice. A total commitment to whatever that has been entrusted into your hands. Now let's enter into scriptures and see what the Bible is saying. Colossians 3, 23 to 24. Colossians 3, 23 to 24. Hebrews 11, 6. Hebrews 11, 6. Colossians. Odifo Colosso. 3, 23. I mean, I remember that kind of uh, this uh, My friends, this are uh, training college. Okay, few of you remember. That's okay. <laughs> so, Colossians 3, 23 to 24. And whatsoever ye do, I, I want NIV. All the scriptures I want to read, I want to read them in NIV. Whatever you do, Work at it with all your heart. This is dedication. You work at it with how many? With all your heart. As working for the Lord, not for men. Please, this is one, I'll be picking it one after the other. What does it mean to work for God in dedication? And what does it mean to work for men? We, we are missing our responsibility in church, in the house of God, because 
We look into the faces of people to reward us. We look into the faces of people to be discouraged. We look into the faces of people to discharge. Meanwhile, the working in the house of God is for the Lord, not for men. So whether you are you are sin or you are not sin, the payee or is it a payer? The payer is God. The rewarder is God. If we move to the next verse, since you know that you receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. Bring the scripture back again, please. Let's move to 23. All of us are going to read and when he gives us 24, we read. Ready, go. Mm-hmm. 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 What is the conclusion statement? It is what? Talk to me. Talk to me. Now I'll give you a mystery about this scripture. When we ask you to pick, clean the chest, even though you are clean the chest, but you are serving Jesus, so we'll go there. Because we don't understand, we behave anyhow. Our actions, if he likes, he works. If he likes, he doesn't work. Say, your number one lifestyle to serve Jesus is not your, your holy life. Mm. We are made to serve him. Not holiness. If you can serve him so well and dearly, it is easy to live a sanctified life because you, your serving him goes with obeying him. And once you live a life of obeying him, it's not holiness. But we don't know this. We, we ignore our service to him. Then consider our life that we want to live a righteous life. But where is the righteous? Where is the righteousness? So I'll come to that area. Now remember, I didn't hear you. Father, help us. Hebrews 11.6 Can I get some water, please? Hebrews 11.6 Hebrews, the chapter 11, verse 6. Let's put it here. A. Okay, that's it. NIV. Let's go, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He rewards those who do what? This passage about Earnestly seeking is not about those who pray and fast. We are talking about those whose hands are in the labor force. So, one of the dimensions of seeking God is to work for Him. Mm 
You work for who? You work for in First Corinthians the chapter three, verses one to probably six. Before I come back to the scripture, NIV, please, brothers, I could not address you as spiritual, but as worldly. You are just mere infants in Christ. I give you milk, not solid food. For you were not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worthy. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, you are not worthy. Are are you not worthy? Are you not acting like mere men? So mere men (laughs) quarrel. Mere men has jealousy. Mere men has a lot of things. You are just a babe. You are a milk sucker. For when one says, I follow Paul, and another says, I follow Apollos. Are you not mere men? So mere men are those who have divided themselves to belong to men, but not unto God. I'm saying this to conclude the last statement in uh, no, Colossians 3 24, the last statement. Watch me. Yes, you know, I'm gonna, you know I understand it. No, please go back. Go back. I want to. I'm, I'm bringing the scripture to confirm something. Go back to Colossians 3 24. Then we come to 1 Corinthians 3 4. I want to talk about something. Since you know that you, you will receive an inheritance from what? From the Lord. As a, it is. Eh? It is the Lord Christ you are doing what? It is the Lord Christ who are doing what? Uh-huh. But when Paul went to Corinthians, preach, Apollo also went there. Paul is the one who raised Apollos. All of them were workers in his vineyard. Then they decided that, ah. So when, when Paul came, people loved his preaching. And he baptized people. Apollos also came there. Some section also loved Apollos than Paul. Apollos also baptized a section. So the church has been divided for two people, not for Christ. So in that church, every activity that the people do is in the name of Paul or is in the name of what? Apollos. So when your service is seen as men, you are a mere man. You can only become God when your service by your mind is to the one up there. So that the the negative and poisonous attitude of people should not poison your heart to stop working for the one who called you. And that is one of the dirty demonic games. The enemy has hold many people who work in the house of God. I've seen deacons who have stopped church. I've seen associate pastors who have been piffed off and they dread out of the church to start their own ministry. I've seen many leaders who have been offended by so many things. And they are all over the place. Be all because of being ignorant of what they are doing. The thing is about Jesus. It's not about me. So any, anything that you do in the house of God is about the one who brought the church. It's about the one who, do what, who did what? It's about the one who did what? The one who brought the church 
So Matthew 16, 16 to 18. Matthew 16, 16 to 18. Simon Peter answered, you are Christ, the son of the living God. Still, NIV said, Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. For this was not revealed to you by what? By man, but by my father in way. So, this is not uh, any other Jonah. This is the, the Jonah who went to the individual to preach. So, denier is one of the things that is their character. When God sent Jonah, he, went, he was going to Joppa. And he denied himself that he, God has never sent him. When the descendants of Jonah came on the tabernacle of Peter, he also denied Jesus how many times? So it's an anointing on them. So if you didn't deny me, you are now confirming me. You are the son of the one who also denied, but later on he confirmed my father. So your great, great, great grandfather confirmed me, and you too have also confirmed me. So Jesus cut across Malachi. He went to Jonah and wrote about certain things. The only one who can talk about Genesis, meanwhile, physically, he wasn't around on that. So much like Jesus. Ready to go. And I, I tell you, Peter, uh-huh. I will do what? Uh-huh. He will do what? He will do what? He will do what? He will do what? Be happy that you are part of the building. So Jesus is not building any aspect of a person's life apart from his house. Jesus is not building anywhere apart from his house. There's no scripture that shows that he's building somebody's house. He's building your house. I will build my church and the church is what we are having, we are in. So in any attempt of anything that has to do with the kingdom, it's about a service to God. Now back to the Colossians 3, 23 to 24. May the Lord help us so that we can, we can, we can wake up We can do what? We can wake up. So I'm about to take you to either you are serving and be dedicated to men or you are serving Jesus. That is the level I want to I want I want us to come so that when we start hearing the vision for the year, your actions and your responsibilities must have one mentality. It's about Jesus, I am serving, not man. But how will you serve Jesus if you don't see him? So you serve him. Your service must be on your born again believers. And directly it's about serving him. Amen. So when you decide to serve men, 
Jesus said, if you don't serve people by their nakedness, if you don't serve them by their responsibility, if you don't serve them by, sorry, come for you, came late. If you don't serve Jesus by serving men, there's no way, okay, please, can you usher Jesus and give him a church, a church to sit on? Protocol Jesus is in the church. Make Jesus a chorister. Jesus, I want to serve you communion. Hello? Do you see anything? You don't see anything anywhere. A testament prayer that the Lord should help us. I think you can't speak the chief. Shout, Lord, help me. Hey. So you understand that one better than the chief. You've graduated. Shall Lord, help me. Shall power. How many of you find it difficult to wake up this morning? Okay, put your hands down. How many of you sitting here came online yesterday? Why is you online? You slept. Lift up your hands. Let me see. The, the soft copy we are using, it is easy for us to know that you are sleeping. So you, you came to add to the number. Your phone was added. But your body was minus. The simple way I want you to know that people are active and functional is the number that shows it goes down, it comes up. It goes down, it comes up. It goes down. It, no matter how high it goes, it will still be reducing plus two, minus two, plus five, minus five. But if a number stays ten, and it's ten for almost twenty minutes, it means that people are online, but they are sleeping. The second paradox, the second secret is the comment. What day, Jamie? Some of you woke up around five something and you saw that. <laughs> it is not my preaching. It is the cocoa. It is the cocoa. Now listen to me. Anytime sugar enters into your, your body first, when you wake up, you have registered for sleeping. Now, the power of sugar pushes your nerves and your 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 your, your, your cells to sleep faster. Biologically, sugar is very powerful. When it enters into your system, 
can, it, can, it, 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 it easily puts you to sleep. And especially when you are fasted and you allow that and you can't do anything about it. So reduce the way you take it. So much a father. Help me not to sleep in, on prayer. Help me not to sleep on prayer line. Father, help me so that I will not leave Papa praying whilst I'm sleeping. So much as Jesus is Lord. So whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. As working for the Lord, not for men. So we have two things in front of us right now. Now, I want to pick working for, working for man. Not for God. That is the title. Working for man or being dedicated to man but not for God. How will I know? Let's put it in a question way. How will I know my service in the house of God is working for men? Many of us, the conscience and the mentality of the job we do in the house of God is 100% for men. 100%. So how will you know? The one thing I want to tell everybody is that if we want to have a greater growth as a, as a church and as individual Christians, this is one of the things we must be able to correct our mentality and our heart. Correct your mind that your work is not to men, but it's for Jesus. But you, you will not see Jesus physically to serve him. You, your service must be on men, which goes directly by serving Jesus. So man has now become a point of contact to display your responsibility to Jesus. We are paying tithe to God. Jesus is not here. Now his church is here. So we use the embassy of heaven to contact heaven. So our fellow brothers and sisters are the embassies of Jesus. Serving me, you must serve your fellow born again. Paul said, if you want to do any good to anybody in the world, first of all, do it those in the household of faith. I'm telling you, employ your fellow born again believer. To work in your company, you will run away. It is all demonic to render the church poor. Somebody boldly told me he employed almost about seven to ten church members. He got he started banking. He employed the whole church. They were there. So it's just like one church has owned that company. Check what? They don't come to church. One Muslim who became a, a, a member of that work, is more committed than all his Christian brothers and sisters. Some of them can sleep in the house for a week without calling why they are absent. But this Muslim, consistent. So gradually the guy went to his pastor and said, I need more job and more branches. I want to open one at KNS. I want to open one at this. But you are bringing more people to him for me to employ. This person that you brought, this is what he's doing. This lady, this is what she's doing. One of them, she traveled outside the country without telling her boss. Money books fast. They don't even know. 
when they call her, she says she, she, she doesn't know where she has placed them. So, in as much as the scriptures confirms the things we need to do in our life, Christians have a cheerful and a good heart to work for anybody who have given you the honor to work for him. Rosemary came from UK. Wrote a business plan. She started it. Coco Boutique. We gave it to some people. She spent almost 16,000 Ghana cities to make, you see that metal thing that was here. And gave it to our own. Our own. Brethren, how they treated her. They can do the cocoa, squander the money for the week with no sales. Just every day the cocoa finishes. Gradually, 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 everything. How bad can you become when you are not sensitive to somebody's sweat? And Jesus said, if you are not faithful in another man's home, there's, there's somebody that we gave, we personally gave him something to wear. As at now, as at now, I stand here. It's deadly. As at now. The same person, somebody sent the person money for accommodation. The person has chopped the money. When I woke up the morning, the message was on my phone. From last year to until now. Hi, damn mommy, million Christian, also be mommy dying. Hi, damn mommy, where this come? And these are these are the same people we stay with them in the church, thinking that we are making it to heaven. Such a cancer life, you, 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 you always you will not sleep well, and you will never have a free heart. You won't be Listen to me. If a character has been with you for a long time, if you don't genuinely seek the face of God, it is your downfall. Some come came when we started the church. When we send people, go and buy this, they add money. When we send it, they add money. After we have finished program, go and pay chess. The money will be squandered. Canopies, go and pay. We sent some people to funeral and gave the money to one person. When the person went funeral, or be papa unua, koboni sano funeral, pocketed two hundred Ghana cedis and gave the person three hundred. He said, "When you come, papa said he will see you." So I was there. The person comes, papa. They say after funeral you will see me. I said, "See which see." They are in us. But they are not for us. How they treated Rosemary. Somebody who have gone to study and he aspired up a little, little, little pounds. And she wants to do something. Her business uh, this plan was explicit. We're doing trying here. 
So that when it succeeds, then we will just like Coco King. We create it and join. We plan up to Tamale. And by the grace of God, God has given me the brains to, to be a business person. So when it comes to business, I have one of the highest knowledge. We put it on plan and our own drinkable communion, brothers and sisters. Squander the money. You can sell the cocoa from whatever to whatever. Maybe Wednesday they will sell. Friday they will sell. Sunday they will sell. Especially when we are doing programs like this. Like our will break to uh, uh, overflow, fit up. Ah. Every day the cocoa will be in there and squander. Squander. I have personally set almost four companies for individuals in this church from day one. Ask me where are the companies. I have business ideas. Anytime I go out, I see business opportunities. In Kumasi, there are 1,000 and more business opportunities that can, you can go in and you, you can get a lot of money. Say, sometimes, if you are going to school, it's, it's good. But if you are anointed to do business, don't waste your time going, going to sit in the class. Because I don't, at the end of the day, the rabbi is still the same. It's, there is no prestige in that. When you are bookly honored to be educated to get to the certain level to get more money to cater for yourself and also give some to society and God. Do it. But if you are ordained, you know that anything that you handle prospers. Why waste your time to to go and sit for somebody to control your income. Why sit to allow somebody to? Some of you, you were good. You are, you are. Is it versatile? You are just like a utility player. You are so much good. Every dimension you are there. But now, you close all those doors, and you have given yourself only one channel, which is salary. And here you are. That's why you are poor. So what happens? When you are receiving one source and you know you are gifted in many areas, start opening the channels. It is by that. How did Job God prosper? God never threw diamonds from heaven. He never prospered and restored him man. He still gave him the hearts of men for him to prosper. Yeah. The highest wicked wicked people in life is not the wolves outside the church. Those inside. People you hear the same preaching with. Just to when they get you as if they are Lucifer. Is it bad for me to get a lot of money as a pastor and call individuals and give them money to take 1,000, take 5,000, take 2,000. Take uh, 500. The least I have ever given is 500. The least. And people took the money and they squandered it without having one book of their business they said they want to do. Me, you have chopped, you have chopped my money. Mommy's sister also had some money. She says, you want to go and do investment, bring the money. And I gave it to my church members. I said, now we have had only returns about. Now she's demanding for the money. Because she wants to use it to build her, her whatever. Who 
So, is it evil to do your brother good? We are fulfilling scriptures. That when we want to do good, we should do it to those who are in the household of faith. But this is the, this is the issue. Your good deed to your fellow Christians in their inability to appreciate what you have done, it must not affect you. Only when you know your mentality, serving him, you are serving who? So their, their effort and their acts should not affect your heart. And it should not stop you from doing the good because your mentality is about serving who? If we have this mentality, it will help us. Man. I give you 5,000 and you have squandered it. It is difficult. But this is the service to Jesus. Oh. It is not anyone that you can exercise your character to. Some people, they are unforgiving. You don't touch them and go free. So, you keep on experimenting and experimenting. One day you enter to one laboratory, you will not come back alive. <laughs> so, let us work not for men. So how will I know that I'm working for men? When your offense make you stop what you are doing in the house of God. When the offense of men make you stop what you are doing in the house of God. I am offended because Pastor Angel has insulted me. Based on what? Based on my responsibility of what I'm doing as a leader, as a pastor, or whatever. Because of that, I will, I, will not, I, will not, I will not be part of the church again. You don't know whom you are serving. People are poisonous. Don't let them poison you. The one you are working for is not a poisoner. But those you are working on to work for him, they are poison. So if you limit your focus on the poisonous heart, the one you are serving, you will lose his reward. Number two, how will I know I am serving men but not Jesus? When your reward is always expected from the people you are serving. When your reward is expected from the people you are doing what? You are serving. They, you, you, are, you are expecting them to say, why are there? You have done well. Oh, you are good. You are this and that. Don't, please, don't need it. Don't need it. Don't, 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 don't sit one day and say, in all these things that I'm doing, let them appreciate me. Now, I am, I am because of experience as a pastor, I have a little become little, I have a little become scared of those who have been very committed 
I'm telling you my heart. Very, I, 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 I have a little fear. Not for them, but about me. Why? They do something with trigger, which does not go in their favor. Then he was that resurrecting all the things that he has done. I was there. I did this. So all that thing, and you have foolish men of uh, uh, church members who don't have the heart of Jesus. Who say confirming his anger? Eh, we want use your sacrifice. We want use your dedication and your giving. So they didn't, you see. So now it has become like they were sacrificing to help my ministry. Say, if I'm not a pastor, I have a profession. My certificate is there. I can go and and I have serious business. Before I be, I started church. I was a business person. I started chopping dollars because some of you started giving me dollars. Say. I started chopping dollars. So I saw dollars before you are giving me the hundred dollars and the fifty dollars. You are not the first. You have seen some before. Ask this man, he has sat on at the quarter to talk right to collect dollars for us to chop. We were, we were preaching. Yes, we were business people. One day, Obasi uh, area, oh, that guy, we have loaded, dividing the money. The guy went to his house. He was angry because they, they cheated him. The guy went to his house and took a very heavy machete. Where shopping? Cutlass, heavy one. When he was coming, what was he doing? He was doing like this. Ha! And nobody could venture his path. From that day, when I sat in the car, I told him, let's work. Today is the end. And that time we have bought it plenty. Palm Canarias. We have bought that. They told us that area. The people that are there, they have a nobody's bank. When we went, ha, when, 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 you, when you are trading, you are doing business and you find out that your business product has been, somebody has it and it's cheap. When you compare what you are going to put on the market, the profit margin is huge. Anybody that works for you, you don't mind how they charge I will, I will charge you 1,000. Do it. They co- compared to the price market, you know what you are going to get. And we, they, we had plenty. We could load almost about 20 articulator cars to Takrade. We started with only two. The third articulator truck, the guy displayed this. When we left, we never went back. So, say, Nobody is poor. We, you, we, we, we are not poor before you came to meet us. I wasn't like some of the pastors who were lazy. And by tongue speaking, they said, let's take you to Bible school. My hand was already in the labor force. And being the labor force, I was being trained, prepared for this work. I started rejecting money from people since 1996. Sometimes you have to chase me with the money. I didn't know why I had that heart. Not to make money my number one passion. Not knowing that Jesus was preparing my heart because he knows where he's taking. But how did he know? How did he know? Amen, amen. So tell, tell somebody sitting by Papa started seeing dollars before you started giving him one. Pastor Nicholas, 
You people should make sure the working in the house of God must not raise any insult from your end because of what you do. When you are angry, don't call forth your responsibility as your defense. You are not working for me. You are not working for anybody. The issue is about you are serving Jesus. So at any point in time of your levels of offense and anger, please leave your job in the house of God and face the situation by yourself. If you don't do that, you will lose every reward that heaven has prepared for you. And the ones he has given to you that you, have, you are enjoying by your discharge of your duty in the house of God, that one too will be taken from you. So when somebody becomes very committed, because of my experience with so many people, I become a little scared. Sometimes I could even stop them. It's okay, so don't do it again. I just want you to stop it so that one day you, you, you don't stand anywhere and say, hey, is it not me that I've been, I've been buying shoes for them? Is it not me that I've been buying suit? All the suit that's been wearing is me that I buy. This little thing now, I went, I went to chase somebody and impregnate somebody. He went to sack me from the church. One thing will be by way of letter saying. You have impregnated somebody. Is it a letter saying? Why on earth can you compensate your life errors to the things you do to serve Jesus? How? It's a compensation. Sir, any activity you do in the house of God must not make you special. And I want you to write it down. We are not dedicated. We have a wrong mentality. So, the thing, the next point I want you to write don't let your, your responsibility in the house of God be, make you special. Because you are the one place the basic time. If you are not there, nobody can play. Say, there are more. I'm, I'm about to show you about a revelation a man of God had. The man of God went to church. And the instruments didn't come. The singers were also not around. So he called one pastor's wife, a pastor's wife. And asked the woman. The woman said, I can't say, you come and sing. I don't know what has happened today. It rained little within the day. And everybody, instrumentally singers, nobody. It was heavy revival. And the man of God has come to preach. So the woman sang. The man of God was sad. Very disappointed. After the service, he went to sleep. And God brought him inside the church. And he called the woman to come and sing. By the time he turned, angels have already taken over the instruments. Watch this. Choristers, much more number. The front, the way he was and behind him, the choristers has filled every place with white wood. When the woman lifted the song, instruments, instrument, instruments got accompanied. And the song was so much sweet that the man of God started sharing tears in the vision. When he woke up, he entered into prayer and asked the student, oh, what is this? He said, you didn't know what was going on behind the scene? When men are not there, I have agents that can do that. But since you are human, you wouldn't see it. He said, one of the things that the, the, the man of God says, the song is not to you, it's to me. So I, I don't want to receive any ugly song ministration to come to my throne because this throne 
is highly honored with beautiful sound. So for me to receive anything from earth, genuinely, I must accompany what needs to be accompanied. By the time it comes to my presence, I feel the same taste and the same beauty just as I have in me. So even the people were not there, the pastor decided he's going to sack everybody. When he came, he said, if you like, come. If you don't like, come. Now I know we have invisible instrumentalists. For the singing, it will not appease to your ears that it's nice. But the one that we are singing to, he has his own accompaniment to make what he's singing beautiful and nice. Put your hands together for Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. So sometimes, sometimes periodically, it is not good for me to have such, such, uh, this little, little, but I'm telling you my heart as a pastor. I, I don't have anything to hide. And I'm telling you, if something happens right now, you are going to use. Uh, I papa. You have done me good, and because of what you have done, I don't remember it. And you are using that to insult me. You are not insulting me. The one whom you are working for is the one you are attacking. This is something that in a church. A mystery that church workers don't know. Always your friends are coming from people. You are not dedicated. Number three. Always looking forward to the face. Number four. Always looking forward to the face of men before you discharge your duty. Meanwhile, the one who is observing is in heaven. You are always looking to the faces of men to discharge your duties. I've come as an aquaba lady. Since nobody is there, I also sit down and just be there. Say, can I shock you? Angels come to church first before church members come. Jesus is the first church member. By the time anybody who start the service will pick the microphone, it's already seated down. So you must not always see people before your duty start. Always be at post. Can I ask you a question? How many of you have seen policemen uh, who have a, how do you call it? Barrier at night. Is it always that the, the car passes? At night. Is it always, even the daytime, is it, is it, is it, just a, the car just, it doesn't. Sometimes they do what? They can stand there and no car is passing. Just to the at what? At post. Uh, for we, those in the chair, we always want to see whether the crowd has come before our responsibility resurrected up. No. Remember that every responsibility in the church goes to invisible beings first before the visible beings. Your responsibility in the chair goes to the invisible beings first before the visible beings. If we become so much dedicated to serve Jesus with this mentality. Having greater growth in the church. Having greater growth in the department. Having greater growth in every aspect of life. Having greater growth in any front line of your destiny will not be difficult. Change your mentality. It's not about serving men. It's not about working for Papa. You are not working for me. I'm not the one who died on the cross. You, I'm not the one whose blood sanctify you. In fact, 
me myself shall be judged. You will be judged. All of us are classmates. The only difference is that I have been called to stand in front of you to represent him. No matter how you are anointed, you still stand before the judgment seat. No matter how the number of you can have the whole Kumasi to be your congregation. You must still stand before the judgment. So, our, our submission to judgment must make you humble. Your submission to judgment must make you humble when you are working for the Lord. How many of you have been helped this morning, this afternoon? Amen. When you are always waiting for the motivation from men, it's another point. It's a sign that you are working for people. I want to give you a scripture. Ephesians 6. Please, I want you to write this scripture bold in your book. Write it very bold, deep in it. Ephesians 6. Let's start from five. But make the success your formidable scripture. So, when I'm in the choir like this, watch this. When I'm in the choir and I'm singing, even though people are dancing, who am I serving? I don't want you to use God. The scripture didn't say God. We are serving who? If this is your mentality, whether you sing, people are nice to you or they are not nice to you, that is not your focus. Whether people have seen it or they have not seen it, that is not your focus. The issue is that you have an inheritance which is a reward 
which will be given for, from, from above to your life. If you don't do this, if you don't have this mentality, say, we can never have the greater growth we needed. We have two types of soup. We have the one that sings hymns and the one that sings Pentecost praises. The hymns is the Calic one. The Calic hymns. Very slow. But the Pentecost praises, I'm telling you. And anytime you want to come online, I want you to drink the Pentecost one. It will make you like to pray. That soup is very light. It has only two meat inside. When it is boiling, you see the, the meat. Some are sorting. It boils. It boils. But if you drink the soup that has to do with Mrs. Igwe has been given to Pastor Ebe. The hymns. You have Nantuku today. You have beef. You have salmon. You have tuna. You have crab. You have a lot of things. Because of congestion inside the soup, it cannot boil. There's traffic inside the soup. So when it's a boy like cocoa, I say, ah, pom. Ah, pom. pom. <laughs> when you drink two ladders of that soup, I'm telling you, if you come online, one comment, amen. By the time you open your eyes, you are now landed in 6 p.m. And the amen, the, you see, mention A, M, 9. Then W. To her, she has written Amen, but it is on Amen. Now. Amen. Now. Nine count, and count, and W count. Say, Ow. So much a messy law. That's a scaly. So don't get to that level because that place there, if you drink that soup and you think that you are tired, that is the time you have to drink that soup. You drink it to make you sleep well. But if you have a gender, spiritual agenda, don't venture because it will, it will cool it, make you sleep. Mentality. Mentality. Mentality of working for Jesus. If you have this, nothing discourages you. So the last point I want to write is discouragement from people. Evelyn, don't let people discourage you. Hear what I'm saying? I'm not using you as an example. I'm telling you. Don't let people discourage you. Don't let anybody who you are in charge or whatever. Let them, don't, people are poisoned. They are not born again. 
their heart is not sanctified. They can easily, if Jesus can discourage you, no man should discourage you in your duty in the house of God. Keep it in your heart. When you have this mentality, you always know that feel offended. You will not be offended. You will not have any bitterness. The actions of men does not move you. See them as they are spiritual uncultured. And when they they do things opposite. If you are spiritually uncultured, they do things opposite. Why is supposed to be happy? He is sad. The thing is supposed to appreciate, he will criticize. That's a spiritual uncultured person. Can you imagine the last time we have bought this Christmas tree here? And someone says, ah, they, would have, they should have bought the big one. Did I take the money from you? Yeah, I love Jesus. My, everything about my, my life is for Jesus. I went there and I bought it from my own money. And two of them is 1,000, 2,000. That's a question. 2,000, how much? 2,600 from the two, including the flowers and this. This is what the church did. This one. Non decision is this one. I told the one who is decorating this place. And this one. And it, their prices are not expensive, it's not, it cannot be compared to what I know. And we have made the first time we have bought Christmas tree in the church. You don't know. And the first time we have done it, your mouth can criticize. When we take the Christmas tree from there, the terrace has become. I don't know how many people criticize We want to do a mercy and compassion boutique. They say, hey, oh, what is that? Mercy and compassion. We are all, all of us are compassionate. Yeah. I will never, I will, I, will, I will never bring anything about my life, about myself to the church. Because the last time I brought something to the church, I saw some of the church, the people staying around the church, some of the boys wearing it. Ah, if I knew they would give it to this, this, this guy, I wouldn't have brought it. You are not a Christian. How specialized are things about you that we can't give it to a soul? How specialized are things about you? If you feel so much special, keep your things. Aren't you happy you have covered somebody's nakedness? I should, I should have barber shop. Okay. And I, and I think saloon must also be part. Does anybody know how to barber here? Okay, I've, I've gotten one lady. Pastor, Pastor MP, you know, I don't want any Jamaica haircut. I'm not talking about sweat. I'm talking about 
So the test trial, I will use your own head to try it. So much your father help me. Today, we have come into one mentality. But it is no more about men. But it's about Jesus. They should have run the chest this way. Meanwhile, when we are arranging, he wasn't there. Mr. Man, what you are sorry, never take the first of all. Go and have your own church and go and do church first, what not, and, and this today. We have booked the place, we have booked the place more than uh, uh, 10 years. Nobody can take the place again. They say, then, the heavy, you bring a letter, so I'm charging you. Monday, the letter must go. Why not go and take money for the stadium man? And take the money from, what is his name? Mr. Ajemai, take 200 cities from now. You give one to the one in charge of the stadium, 200 cities. And you give 200 cities to a man called Mr. Ajemai. These people, we need to honor their heart so that they will keep the place for us. That's what we do. And tell them, this year we are, we are believing God to enter into the yard. You see? You see, your heart is not in the church. You are not even happy. Now cry, we are full and then you are a Christian and now say cry, dear cry, dear cry. Moja wotiri musa. Clap your hands, clap your hands for Jesus. Slaves, because in those days, in fact, Jesus coming saved a lot of people. When Jesus came after the day of Pentecost, many rich people who were having slaves became born again. And by by teachings from the apostles, they allowed the slaves to go to start their own lives. I'm telling you. That is why the day of Pentecost, all those who have come with their slaves to come and worship God in Jerusalem, they got converted and their slaves got converted. And they couldn't go back to their city to get more money to cater for themselves while they live in Jerusalem. So the citizens that are there in Jerusalem that have been born again, they need to sell everything that they have to keep themselves so that everybody will be distributed to have something to eat and have something to clothe. That's why giving became one of the number one power of the early church. But today, we are declining. We have already declined. We, we put ourselves first before we think about others. So, slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear with what sincerity of heart. Just as you would what? Obey Christ. Verse 6. Obey them not only to win their favor when their eyes is on you, but like slaves of Christ, doing the will of all. God from your heart, from your heart. Give me King James Version. I need something. I need a word from there. Not with what? Eh? What is eye service? Everybody watch this. Watch this. 
Pastor Nicholas, please go. Come. No, no, no. You are coming. I service. You go. I want to do them something. Go. <laughs> How are you, Mr. Pavlagwe? This day, they work with the tire. With the tire. Pa, 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 pa. Come. We don't know. God will strengthen him. Oh, I have no limitation. Sir, from the one you started behaving that, heaven knows your heart. And you will never have a grain of, of sun of a blessing on your life. It is by you see authorities. When they are there, you become functional. In their absence, you become dysfunctional. I know people when I travel outside, I know their behaviors. Some are pastors, some are whatever, they wouldn't, they wouldn't. Mm. Pastor Nicholas will call them, you are now one leading prayer. They won't come. Why? It's not anybody that is telling you. Their program, we plan the program before we do it. So before today, today will end. We plan tomorrow's program. So I have all those guys who lead the prayer. So when it is time for us to start the service, I get notification on my phone and I start to listen to you. So I check according to who's supposed to pray what. So if you don't show up, it means that you didn't, you didn't appear. And when I am dead, they are God. Say, your reward don't come from me. It come from the, the one above. So if you want to see me before you become functional, you are a dangerous dysfunctional person. No matter how you sweat in my presence, you will never have reward. Because God knows your heart. You can work. For me to say, come, let me bless you. I can lay hands on you and pour six bottles of anointing oil on you. But if your heart is a man pleaser, I service one. No matter, I, I cannot influence God to, to bless you. The number of oil I pour on you, you can be soaked. But it's not a sign of blessing. I'm not the one who blesses, the one who you serve. So cure your heart and your mentality. The rest servant is the one who works when his master is not around. So my mirrors, are you listening to what I'm saying? Yeah. The rest servant, the rare worker is the one who works diligently. When the master is there, he behaves he is not working. The moment the master is not there, he gets the authority to discharge his duties. So when you go to any aspect of managerial aspect, we have something we call delegation. And everybody who receives delegation have the same autonomous power like the master to discharge any other duty. So if I can do it, I say be in charge of this. Make sure you are a Make sure you are this. People think that they are serving the department. They don't know that their service to Jesus is the open door for their marital life. It's the open door for their international life. It's the open door for their company. It's the open door for their child conception. It's the open door for their prosperity. But because of they do eye service, the heaven that's supposed to give you blessing will shut it bowels upon your life. And where will you go? You will struggle. You will struggle. So, cure your heart from this, this attitude. When masters are not the work, 
than ever before. When masters are there, don't do it to please them. That is one aspect. Always doing things to please the master. You please him. He said, don't do only this to win their favor. Do this to win the favor of Christ because as you are servants to them, you are also servants to Christ. Some of us are dedicating. So, not with what? I service as all. But as servants of Christ, doing what? From where? We, we, he does that because his leader will appreciate him. If you do that, you will not enjoy your, what you are doing. Serve to be blessed, don't serve to be cursed. Serve to be blessed, don't serve to be what? Serve also to be rich. Don't serve to be poor. Serve to be blessed. Don't serve to be cursed. Serve to be rich. Don't serve to be poor. Serve to be honored. Don't serve to be disgraced. Serve to be promoted. Don't serve to be demoted. You serve to be honored. Don't serve to be disgraced. Serve to be promoted. Don't serve to be demoted. That is the wisdom sayings of the law. Do it from where? From where? From where? Watch me. How can me, your pastor, you have done some time correcting then you are angry. Stop right there and look at me. You are my pastor. I've asked you always to come and sit here. When you come, you sit at anywhere. I've watched you several times. I question you, then you are angry. You are a witch or a wizard. That is disloyalty. Always make sure you stand here. Anytime I come, you are not there. Then I remind you about this thing that you have done. Then make sure you do it. I can even go ahead and insult you. You are angry. What do I and after church, you have unscrupulous, satanic heart people who comes around to come and stir your anger. And as long as they tell you things, they are sucking you away. They are sucking you away if you don't know. They are being used by demons to confirm your suck away. There are, there are some people, I know them, some one or two people who are pastors, some who are leaders. Their heart is, is gone from the church. It's left with your body, daddy. It's left with your body. We are waiting for your body departure. Because your heart is gone. Some have followed me for years. But I know sincerely in their heart, their heart is gone. But what you do, I don't need my prophetic eye. And by the grace of God, I've been gifted so much in such a way that when I see you, I know your heart. I don't need your behavior. Me, I thank God for that I have been gifted. I thank God. 
So there are many things you can't hide it from me. And it's not because of your character that I'm going to pick a preaching topic. You alone. I pick a preaching I'm going to fire Evans. What about the rest of the people? And somebody negative life become a, a preaching message for everybody. So you are one of the Aquaba ladies. I know what somebody has been talking to you about. I'm waiting for the day you will tell your leader that you are no more an Aquaba lady. Because your heart is already gone. There's a lady to you brought somebody and I, I told you that I will not allow you to marry the, the guy today and tomorrow. We started talking to people in the church and they told you, you go anywhere. Where, where is the with there? The guy is a Pentecost guy. He said, why don't you go and be a member in Pentecost so that both of you can marry? And now it has become speculation. Papa, the, the people have been going to him or her with a, him with a lot of marital distance. And, and he has been rejecting everybody. Hey, me. How many people have entered? How, how many of you have entered into my office? Within the marriage, whatever. How many? There are people that I can call their name. I can call Nancy. I can call Brago. Who? Dosia. Dosia has not brought anybody to me. That's not brought anything. If you have, if you have ever brought anybody to me that has said no. Some of them, some of them have given them a level of life until they're married. So that you can't shortcut it and come and tell me nonsense. So you, your, your own is not part of your, what I'm talking about. Patience, are you listening to what I'm saying? Stand up. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Nonsense. Jose. Yes, I didn't say come in power. Okulumi. Amen. Yes, they say, will I marry on top of my wife? No. I want your, I want your good. And many people that are, I, I, I cancel it. Later on, they came to thank me. This is a tomahawk manager. Who wanted to divorce you and marry someone? I said, I've checked through the lines. And I don't want. <laughs> Amen. Only one man issued. People are blackmailing me. Please don't blackmail me. I, I want to bless every marriage on Sundays. Every Sunday, last service, I want to have a wedding. Sir, so, let me tell you, ladies. If anybody want to marry you, your first responsibility is to tell them, I can't move out of my church. I afraid them, you are baby, don't worry. I afraid them, don't worry. This year is going to be plenty. Mm. We should have done one this month, but 
Next month, it is possible. I will travel. I will travel two times. March, I will travel three times. It's possible. Unless I decided to, you know, whatever. Now, guess what? Now, the pastor's conference, when the Northern region people heard it, now then every region, they have divided, Assemblies of God divided into two. So, three Northern regions. How many regions did you have now? No, no, I'm talking about the Northern region. Is it still three? Northern has having three. And upper east, upper west. Five. Okay, what I've heard right now is that. Now we are going to do the pastor's conference for four. Four regions. The Assemblies of God divisions. And the thing is so urgent that they, they don't want it to end, enter into April before Easter. It has become so urgent. We just did a distance around the voter region in Nigeria. How come that now it is covering our central region also calling us? Kofodia, they are waiting for the date. But I can't do it in Ashanti region. Because I know the people who are here. Say, if you have any gift, don't display in the sight of your enemies. They can't appreciate it. They have heard it. Many people are talking about it until they say, do it for us. I will not. Don't cast your bread before what? Your pearls, your precious jewels before someone. They will not appreciate it because they are dirty. So as we start here running right now, we are on hot waters. So much I miss the Lord. So when it happens that then there more people need to be trained to teach what we can teach. That's why when we are going, we allow people to follow us so that they can hear us. Whether you are female or male, it's a training ground for you. We train you to step in for us. Because now where the situation is going, we I will not be able to preach at all levels. You must be prepared to take over there. So when you stand and you deliver, it's the notes that you are written for me. You speak. And people will hear you like they are hearing me. Powerful. May the Lord help us. Not with eye service as men pleases. But what? As servants of what? Doing the will of God from your heart. So what is the will of God? The will of God is the work we are doing. And it must sincerely come from your heart. Don't do it to please people. Don't do it to get resort, reward from men. Do it. Whether they see or they don't see it, do it. One day, my pastor stood and asked, ah, which people have been erecting the canopy? Meanwhile, we have, we have erected this canopy more than eight years. By the time he comes seven o'clock, the canopies have been erected. And there's nobody around. They just start Sunday school by nine. So one day, he stood and said, no, I, 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 don't, I, I don't understand something. He said, which people have been erecting these canopies? Then, the whole church, I didn't know they have seen it. The mercy, it's true. And his voice, 
So my pastor Reverend James Abakosa. This guy is he not doing this? He's not doing this. He's not so wow. Then the king Esa shouted. He said, Daddy, every Saturday he sleeps here together with his guys. And if I want to, you don't know that he's the one that worked with the decorators to decorate the area. He said, Every Sunday he waits. He said, That one I know. Every Sunday he waits together with his boys. After we've done our meeting. When we are gone, then they move chair by chair. Chewing gum that are stuck. So we move chair by chair. The chair to me is very big. We move chair by chair to find out whether somebody has stuck a chewing gum. And every month we wash the whole chairs. If you go there and I've left there a long time ago, but some of the chairs are still in the church. I'm the one that used a heating object to write restoration. So he said that we shouldn't write all the words. It will not go there. So restore. R-E-S-T-O dot A-G. Suhum and direct. We did it. We spent almost two months to do all those kind of things. By an act of service. Nobody saw us. Nobody. You, you, you don't know. My father, my spiritual father, my pastor knew that all the cobwebs, I'm the one that removes them. And when the church premises is also weedy, Every three weeks we wait. Every three weeks we wait. Every three weeks we wait. So our heart for working for the Lord has not been trained from Royal Palace. We got it from what we started doing and it has become our lifestyle. Fully that we never had a single person appreciating us. And when I come around, daytime, afternoon, whatever, and I see rubber. I don't know if I've seen me picking robbers and other things before. Several. And then, hey, I, I can't pick it. Nonsense. No. There's no speciality. My duty as a pastor should not make me special. If I'm a Christian, I must do what Christians do. Sometimes some of the guys, when they see you pick it, they will have to come and take it from your hands. I thank God I've never picked refuse down. That I'm coming, I've gone behind the building, threw it in the, the, in the, this thing, in the dustbin. Always people meet me and they take it from my hand. Some people too, they are standing in it. And as I go down picking, they say, oh, daddy, don't know, do some, 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 some. Then they start picking. I'm trying to show you that you are dirty. Which me fimu? Unum koko. Someone's a greater growth. What is the mentality? The mentality of serving Jesus, not men. Upon the points that I've given it to you, it is a clear sign. And I don't need you to tell you that working for Jesus. When you turn it opposite, then you can you can write the notes by yourself without explaining anything. Because sitting under me should give you a certain uh, pedestal of life where there are things that you can do it by yourself. When we show you a little introduction. Now, how will I know that I work to please men? And I said, this, that, that. So how will I know that I, I work to please Jesus? You just, if he's a man, you change him into a woman. So leave a space and when you go home, do your own notes. I'll give you an assignment. I will check it on Sunday. And I will mark. So say, if I could collect everybody's notes, including those who have it on their phone. When you check the ones on the phone, please go to their WhatsApp and their text messages. I will give you certain people, certain people's number. Die and find out what has been the chatting realm. 
between the two people. My God. I won't see it. You unlock it. One day I took somebody's phone. He used somebody's, another person's phone. He sent me more than 200 messages to apologize. I shouldn't look. I shouldn't open the phone. He has repented. Ah, I have not said, the phone is in my office. I have not touched it. He says, Daddy, please don't open. I beg you in the name of Jesus. I will never do such a thing again. I have not opened the phone. He's half repented. I've been a silly boy. I've always been this one. I said, genuine repentance. I will never go there again. I said, I've not asked you where you have gone. The phone is in my office. I've not opened it. Please, I'm not a Roman Catholic priest. <laughs> that I will, you are coming to me for Bonica in the box. Father, I've sinned against God. He said, what did you do? <laughs> I've been stealing the church money, small, small. Any time that I found that when I'm taking the envelopes and I find that there's money inside, I pick it. What have you done again? I've done 16 abortions. What have you done again? Father, I've insulted you. <laughs> what did you say about me? I said, you. <laughs> you see the father come out from the box. Blows. <laughs> he said, for Jesus, he can forgive you, but for me, you, I might have forced you to receive the beatings here. What is the the most greatest powers of dedication? This is my last we break. We come to the second episode. Which I'm going to tell you the vision. What is the most greatest powers of dedication to the work of God? The most greatest powers of being dedicated to the work of God for greater growth. First Timothy 4.15 So hence, every work I look at, the, look at the number of people that are here. This place, this place, and we have few people that are here. If every leader comes, do you know the whole church will be filled up? But we have had more than 70% of the leadership here in Gadet. Others have so many reasons. Some have to wake up, watch some things because the following they might not have. We are not efficient. No, sorry, no. No, the BT time can cry. About eleven something to twelve. I feel no bad, but yeah, you are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. <laughs> you are welcome. Amen. But when you go home, the ones that you have soaked it inside the water, go and wash it. Don't say you are trying to go and wash it. Now, please, the area we are moving, get a washing machine. It is more therapeutic to wash with your hands. Very powerful and good. Now, where things are going. And buy a washing machine. I'm, that's the one I want to secure for that. Buy a washing machine where after it has washed, it will dry it. And if you become a natural one, it will iron it and it will come out. And some people, it's not because they needed it, it's laziness. But do you know that when you are washing, you think, 
You think correct. But if you have bitterness in your heart, by the time you finish washing too, your bitterness has matured. So at any point in time you are washing with your two hands, whatever is in your heart, you grow it. Because your concentration is on the thing. And when your eyes is on something, it's rather focused on your heart. You can think it's a... But when you give it to washing machine, you can pray. And do other things. So machines have come to help us. Let us all read what is there. Leaders in the church, heaven want to see your progress about your due diligence of your work. And you can only have that only when you have given yourself 100% to it. It is not 90-10. It's not 99-10. 99-1. It's about how many of you have had a, a, a zero heart change in this meeting? Lift up your hands, let me see. You've had a very surgery heart. God has really surgical your heart. Everybody, including me. If you can, clap your hands for Jesus. Please, get books, writing notes, parts for everything. Don't bring, don't write everything inside one book. I've cautioned you, so please make sure you get it. Get a book only for Sundays. Get a book only for Mondays. Get a book only for mega hour of breakthrough. Get a book only for Fridays. And get a book for specialized programs. These are your textbooks. And every service is a subject we are teaching you. So you can boss all of them up. So that one day, when the God developed you into a highest honor and I've sent you to uh, uh, Singapore, you pick your leadership book. Say, uh, I want, as I'm a pastor, Katamanto, I'm, I'm a Singapore pastor. I want to train my pastors and my leaders. Must you go and waste your time anywhere? You pick your book of leadership. You just enter into the field. You so say other people have labored. We have entered into the field and we are going. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So please make sure you justify yourself. Have so many rap. Now, from the one I started preaching this church, all the books I wrote my notes inside, they are there. When I'm writing a book, that is what I use. Point by point. But you people should pray for me. Now, I can't, I can't write the way. <laughs> when I say you should pray for me, pray for me. It's a, it's a serious request. Anytime I open my mouth and I say, pray for me, you have to pray for me. Now, sometimes I can even enter into a hotel and say that I'm going to write. By the time I enter into that room, I'm already out. There is no bottles to sit to write. I want to say, oh, I'm sleeping for two hours, I'll wake up. Two hours you wake up, but nothing is flowing inside your head in the spirit to write. Now, I cannot, but Jesus is Lord. But I know, as I've said the date, when it is even two months to the time, two, 200 books will come. The people who work with me, they know. This is a machine. Oh. When I'm under pressure, I'll do your usual things. 
So now they think that they have given them holiday. They should sleep while they are sleeping. When the time comes, their eye will pop up. Of which I demand it now. With no mistake. Pastor Andrew, are you listening to what I'm saying? You wait for me to finish all my writing 158 books before you travel to US. Yes, my prayer will bring you back. Or we will send you the script, you work on it, and you bring it down. If I see one mistake, I will give you one. Amen. Number one is spiritual growth. And physical growth become our benefit. Spiritual growth and physical growth become our benefit. So one is the one that is one of the powerful, powerful, powerful benefit of all of being dedicated to the work of God. Number two, I'm finishing, so let me hurry up and go better. Father, bless us and bless everybody in the name of Jesus. When we become more dedicated to the things of God and the work of God, number two, we get blessed. And we become a blessing. We, the Lord bless us and we become what? A blessing to society, to our life, to individuals and whatever. It also brings revival. Revival. Please, how many of you have seen the move, the move of the church from the beginning of the year? How many of you have seen it? If we lose it, we we'll repeat the errors of last year. Now, dedication about work, people's commitment, the way people take things, their spiritual maturity, how people are now understanding some things. Now, we have gotten to a level, anything I announce, the obedience is my very high. Yesterday, I announced that nobody should drop a cup or whatever on the compound. When I came back, I personally went around I never found one. Again, I asked Pastor Jackson to check the commercial card because that place, those who go to KJT and the rest, by the time they can't come back, I see the car is a Zoom Lion car. We went inside, not even tissue was found inside. So, so these are the indications of growth, my spiritual maturity. Because now everybody has become dutiful. Being responsible and focused. Having a vision. Amen and amen. Number four or three. Self-fulfillment of life. Destiny. Self-fulfillment. And your personal heart desire also come to pass. Explain it like that. Your personal heart desires come to pass. When we decide to move on the power corridors of being dedicated to the work of God. As long as you are functional to work, to serve Jesus, he also ensures. Why? Because there is an inheritance. There is an inheritance from what? From the most high God to our reward. Colossians 3, 23. Said, so do you not know that the Jesus will give you an inheritance? We come from Colossians 3. Colossians 3, please. And whatsoever you do, Colossians 3, 23. Okay, move on, move on, move on, move on, move on. Uh, since you know that you will receive an inheritance, 
from the Lord as what? As a reward. When you are in a world, Jesus will reward you. So, when you work and keep the dedication in power, you have an inheritance. Heavy inheritance cannot be compared to cars and properties that men can give it to you. It is a dual release of inheritance. What is the duality? Number one, heavenly one comes to you and the earthly one also comes to you. Amen and amen. Now, vision become easily achieved. Visions become easily achieved when we are able to dedicate our life to work for Jesus. When we set up 1,000 visions, it become easy. When we set up 3,000 visions, it become easy. When we set up, we are going this one, this is So, accomplishment becomes so easy to come by. We find it so cheap and easy to accomplish the thing we need to do. Easy. Without difficulty. Everybody's holding. Pa, pa, pa. Look at what happened at the first watch night. The, the Saturday. I thought that we have come from uh, mountains. People are tired. So I, wa- I wanted to go. Here. When I came here, people were, when I came here in the morning, people were not all that here. But before I realized, I had, had so many people. So I was thinking, hey, Pakistan, who is arranging the, the place? Ladies and gentlemen, after leaving, the people are going for the float. I got there and I saw surprise. They have already started. This is the year I never touch any chair. I just give a direction. It's a spiritual maturity. It's a blessing. Clap your hands for Jesus. So now as time goes on, my ministry is being shaped with only two focus. You pray, you hear the word to come and deliver. Simple. Let me tell you, until a man of God in charge of your church come to that realm, members in that church will suffer. He involved himself in administration. He is always thinking about money. A lot of troubles. The man of God must not get to that level at all. Money must be there for the vision Jesus gave it to him. People must be there to carry the vision out. So his own is to seek his face. For the face to seek him so that he can give you the face of the one who will seek simple. When it happens so, you will know that progressively people are being picked in life level by level, honor by honor, progress by progress, prosperity by prosperity. Then you realize that people are not buying cars, people are not getting married, people are not going to school. Listen to me, this is one of the years that our people in the church have entered into university. This is one of the years that they have written exam and they have passed Koreachipa. Koreachipa. Now we have most of our young people who have entered into universities. Some have gone to Legon, some have gone to UMAC, some have gone to UCC. Many of them, they are in Kenos, and many of them too are commercial technical poly, 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 whatever. Uh, whatever. And some too have gotten the new university, the old one they have given, they have changed their name. I don't know, I can't mention that name. Is it Appenting or Amstead? Amsterdam or Akenting. Akenting, Apiaminka University. So by short word, Amsterdam. I think we have about two or three people who have gotten admissions there. This is the year. This is the year. And we are still waiting until they have not done, until they do the matriculation. We are still pushing people because there are more who are still looking for admissions. So we are still pushing for the admissions. 
This is the year. If you think that number is a sign of church growth, you have defeated yourself. You can have a million people in your church. If you have only 100 who are holy men, you are the most disgraceful man of God. Heaven is not, is not interested in number. Who is living like Jesus? That's what matters. So a man of God must get to that level where his responsibility is only one. He prays. Wait before God. God tells him something. He come and deliver. Simple. No administration staff. How much money come in today? Daddy, this day is there. Then when I'm supposed to pray, and I'm thinking about how to pay bills. What I'm supposed to use for you is what I'm using you to think. So when men of God are not, have not, that's the level of my spiritual father. He said, we are going to do this. He said, sign check. Go, 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 go. He's always waiting to receive, to give. And I'm praying that I also get there. I also wait to give. Even now, I'm, 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 I'm closer. I'm, I'm there. With you, be a member. Ah. Many of you, when I see you, I'm so much excited. Many, a lot of you. When I see you, when I see your dedication, your passion, sometimes you don't even have money, but your commitment alone is more than money. Be happy that your pastor is happy about you. Yes. One day, a lady, a girl wanted to feel this guy. She's too much dedicated. So one day, I saw her face slam down. I heard her face. I said, listen to me. You are the most remarkable person I've ever found in my ministry. Cheer up. From that day, the lady's attitude changed. More dedicated than ever before. Some people wanted to orangalize her by discouraging her about what she's doing. Insulting Why are you too much dedicated to the church? Why are you too much following Papa like that? Are you? Today, somebody sent me a message that the way the girl has been promoting her, her pastor, I think she is dating the pastor. Somebody had not as all over. Somebody had goodness. Her colleague worker said, "The way you are using your pastor DP, you are promoting your pastor. I've been monitoring on Facebook. The way your pastor and your pastor even travelled with you. Don't think there's something there inside between you and the pastor." And that's the question. That's his wife goes on when he's travelling with you. Oh, and money. I mean, your money, man. Yeah, you might not like some things that I do. But you must love me. If you can't promote me, who will you, you promote? You have to love me. Ah. You say you can't say it. Because you are wicked. You can't say that they are love you. You can't say it. You are, you are using it as a, as a song. Is it, is it a song? To say I love you, is it a song? He said, I love you. He said, a song. I've not asked you to sing a song to me. So people, they say, I love you, but I hate you. Hey, my God. Hmm. 
Anytime I openly say I love you, it is genuinely from my heart. And I always say it after my heart has been opened to deliver a message. And after the message, how many of you feel that? You feel anytime I say I, I preach and my signature is what? I love you. How many? You feel it, eh? It's good. It's good. And it's powerful. And it's a sincere thing from my heart. Heart to heart, my God. God bless you. Amen. A man not a dog suffer much. A man, a man, you wicked. A man, you don't up. I see you. I love you. I'm sending a message. Some people, too, they are quiet, but their love is beyond measure. But listen to me. Nobody's drinks at petition and boost inside. <laughs> you, <laughs> nobody drinks a high level of alcoholic beverage and boost inside. What are you doing? I'm boost. I'm I'm drunk. I'm I'm. De- you you can't boost inside. It must do what? It must show by your body. Yes, so that we will know. So thank God Jesus has taught him. And you carry anointing to produce the results. I love you. May the Lord help us so that we can have a greater grace in great church growth. Take it and receive it in the name of Jesus. Shall we pray? Shall we pray? Shall we pray and thank God right now? Bless the name of the Lord. We give God the praise and honor. Thank God for the word. Thank God for the word. It is about Jesus. It's not about any man. It's 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 about Jesus. It's not about any man. Please, nobody should leave the church, okay? Don't leave the church. The devil knows that being rooted here will take you far in life. Don't let any man push you up. Don't